Hello. You're listening to Mock Footage. These two pals really like movies, but one of them hasn't seen very many, okay? Our hosts won't be using any nasty language, so you can share this with your grandma. And they will be discussing major plot details, so here's your dang spoiler warning. Hello, everybody. As always, my name is Joseph Langlois, and this week we're going to talk about Monsters Incorporated, or Monsters, Inc. My name is Ray, and I've played Kingdom Hearts. Is Monsters, Inc. in Kingdom Hearts 3? In Kingdom Hearts 3. Hmm. Hmm. It's after the movie, though, I'm pretty sure. Well, let's find out. Yeah. Ray, since you've never seen the movie, and you do know something about it from Kingdom Hearts, tell me what happens in Monsters, Inc. Sure, Monch, 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 Monch. Excuse me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) I can't. Mm -hmm. Monsters, Inc. features the adventures of Mike and Sully as they try to become the best in the monster-scaring business. Okay. Because they live in a monster universe. Right. And then everything changes when they meet Boo, who is an adorable toddler, and their prejudice against humans disappears entirely, and they realize they don't have to scare humans. Yeah. And then their goal is to take Boo home because she can't be in the monster world because everybody's scared of them. Everybody's scared of humans, but they monsters scare humans for energy. But instead, they cause laughter. Laughter is a much more fuel-efficient resource than than fear to power magic portals. Also, Randy and Madame Roz... Sorry, just Roz is here. That's Monsters, Inc. Who's Randy? Randy's the bad guy. He wants to become... (laughs) uh, I'm pretty sure he's evil because he wants to be Employee of the Month. Okay. (laughs) He wants to be the best... He wants to be the best in the business, and he sees Mike and Sully as opposite as as obstacles to his goal. Right. Okay. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm with you so far. Um, is Sully short for anything? <laughs> it's short for Sculliver, silly. Sculliver. <laughs> okay. And is that because? Scully, or I'm sorry, Scullover or Sully. They're both big fans of X-Files. Okay. And does does Mike um, cosplay Mulder then? All the time. Okay. It's not in the movie, but that in their college days, you'll see it in the sequel, Monsters right. University. Of course. <laughs> Where you get the origin story of all our favorite characters. What were some memorable actors, voice actors in this film? Okay, I can't remember their names. John Goodman. Okay, who does he play? He plays Sculliver. Um, What's his name? The one that always looks like he's old, but he's never aging. I really, I can't. I'm blanking so hard on his name. John Goodman is in this movie, and he plays Sculliver. Yes. What about these other characters? Um, Is Mike short for anything? No, it's just Mike. It's just Mike. It's just Mike. Only Mike ever. Only Mike. Okay. What just about... Just Mike. Like what... the sequel to... No, wait, the movie Like Mike. It's what just about Mike. Randy? Is Randy short for anything? No, it's just Randy. It's just Randy. Only ever and he... referred to as But Randy. he hates it when people call him Randolph. It's Randy, though. Okay. And... 
Now, what about this Madame Roz character? <laughs> it's okay. I have a thought in my mind. Roz is like the secretary lady, but I keep thinking she has foresight into the future, so I keep calling her Madame Roz okay. for no reason in particular, but she can see the future now. She can see the future. And she she warns them about Boo. She warns them and, about Boo. Yes. Is Boo actually a villain? No, she warns about falling in love with Boo. Mm, I see. And the heartbreak that'll happen when they have to separate at the end of the movie. I see. Because it's because she can't stay. Right. And they'll never see her again. That's sad. Yes. That's how brave happens. Does anyone die? <laughs> Randy dies. He falls into a pit of goo. What kind, what does the goo do to him? He it it <laughs> he it, he melts. <laughs> No, he falls into a vat of like paint that paints the doors at the in the in the factory. Okay. And he drowns in paint. Uh, okay. Okay. I'm so glad you said that. I'm not. Um What did you think of Randy? Like did Randy have any good motivations? Were they particularly menacing or charismatic or was it just kind of a punching bag he's a nerd it's a nerd he's, ske- he's a skeevy nerd who's always conniving mm-hmm. with a giant k yep and i th- i don't think they perceive him as a threat until he actually does something like until he almost murders them okay with the wood chipper that destroys the doors okay in the in the door factory because yep. they use doors to go to the to the human world and you need laughter to power them up right I thought that was I thought that was implied. <laughs> I, I I had to make it clear. Yeah. So yeah, he almost kills them with a the wood chipper, and then he falls into a pit of goo and melts. And he falls or into no, a, pit, a, a, a vat of paint and drowns. A vat of paint, yes. Okay. Um, was it's there, not very graphic though. Was there any were there any romance subplots in this movie? Is there any? God, <laughs> someone said, "God, I hope not." Um. <laughs> Uh, no, I'm gonna go with a no. It's just a it's a buddy cop movie. So it's just Mike and Sully facing off against Randy and Madame Roz. Is also and trying, Madame Roz, and Madame Roz is there. But I think the main driving force is making sure no one knows that Boo is there while trying to. So like, there's a bunch of other characters. Right. But I don't know background. their names. Right. They're not background. They're there. Like they're in the foreground. They have conversations with them. Okay. But I don't care about them. Sure, 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 sure. Because <laughs> their designs are lacking. <laughs> that's not a, no, that's not true. Okay. Which scene? Which which scene would you say was the most memorable? Like that really like sticks with you in your heart. <laughs> the um. It's the it's it's the scene where Mike and Sully are trying to calm down Boo after they realize she's not a threat and then she's a friend mm-hmm. and she's crying and they have to call her calm her down. They do a a a two man um what's it called a uh, stand up scene for her and okay <laughs> Sully is the funny man and no Sully is the straight man and Mike is the funny man and Mike is very bad at being the funny man. 
Can you describe what these characters look like a little bit? Because they're monsters, so... Sure, Sully is a big brown... Not brown. Blue (laughs) bear thing. Mm -hmm. And Sully is a green eyeball. Mike is a green eyeball. Mike is a green eyeball. What about Madame Roz and Randy? Madame Roz is a green slug lady with some horn rim glasses Uh and very good hair. Uh, Randy is a salamander. (laughs) Okay. You don't sound too confident on that. Mm -mm. Okay. What color is Randy? Okay, so... You know the mixture between periwinkle and, like, a lavender? Wow. Yeah. That, but gross. Okay. Um... All right. One last question, um, because you pretty much nailed everything. Well, no, I do wanna, I do wanna ask one more thing. What did you think of Mister Waternoose's character? I'm sorry, what was his name? The character Mister Waternoose. Can you say that name again for me? Mister Waternoose, the character in this film. I yeah, um, I, I thought he was a great, um. I thought he was a great motivator for Mike and Sully to become monster scarers. He was very scary. He was basically the Grim Reaper for children. Okay. He was very good. Very so he was scary. like a he was like a hero to Mike and Sully. To them, yeah, yeah. Okay. And then does he like die and there's like newspaper clippings or like what? No, I mean he's gone by the time they come in. He's okay, a, like okay. an so old he's just legend. Like a legend. Yeah. Okay. But we get a very extended, long sequence of him scaring children. All right. What line was your favorite line? What was the best line from the movie? I should really be prepared for this at this point. We're on episode 15, 16, teen, something. Teen, teens. 17. Teen, teen. Teen Titans. Um, can, you, can you do me a favor and say... Nope, wait, hmm. My favorite line in this movie is when Roz says Mike Wazowski's name. Oh, Mike Wazowski. Yep. That's more than just Mike. Yep. Oh, did I not say his last name? No. Oh, I thought you meant first name earlier. Does Randy have a last name? No. Okay. I thought you meant first names only for some reason. No, Mike Wazowski is his full name. Okay. This is God-given Christian name. And when, when Madame Roz says Mike was... How does she say it? What does she sound like? She... <laughs> you, you're really... I hate you. What does she say? She says... <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Uh, Mike Wazowski. <laughs> and with that, let's take a popcorn break. I'm melting. I'm melting in a vat of pain. <laughs> hey, it's time for some more popcorn. This week, I'm going to take this time to tell you about a couple of the other podcasts here on Lunar Light Studio. 
The first one I've got to tell you about this week is Artificial Ghost Radio, a music podcast. Or more specifically, a music recommendation game show hosted by quiz keeper Miles Lazarus and tomb dweller Mars Garbayo. Mars and Miles love music, and they have varied tastes between them. Each week, one host challenges the other to find songs based on completely arbitrary themes, and then genuinely discuss them and make goofs along the way. Then they spin the Wheel of Discord to talk about a random song from the Challenger's library. Any song. And it's a lot of fun. You can find Artificial Ghost Radio on LunarLightStudio.com and wherever else you might find your podcasts. The other show that I'd like to tell you about this week is Overwitch. Overwitch is one of the best casual gaming news sources out there. Your three best friends will bring you up to speed on Overwatch and then explore some other video game. When their discussion comes to a close, they'll decide if the featured game is worth your time, in a general sense. Ray, Terrence, and Joe, that's me, can be found making fools of themselves every other Friday on Lunar Light Studio or wherever else podcasts live. Now, let's get back to the rest of the show. We're back. We're back. We walked through the door. And now we're in the podcast room again. We're in the podcast room together again. And we have we have been through something together. Yeah, something is a good way to describe it. No, that makes it seem like I didn't like this movie. Ray, what do you think about this film? I feeling? liked it. I liked it a lot. I cried at least twice. Mm-hmm. And Disney keeps doing that to me. I was crying for most of it. Most of it? Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. I, I cried at the expected bits, I guess. The expected emotional beats, and then some. <sighs> Boo is just so cute. I think the moment I fell apart the most was the last goodbye, and she patted him with her tiny hand mm-hmm. and the fur, and I lost it because that animation made me lose 10 years of my life and mm-hmm. then gain them again. Mm-hmm. So, let's have let's talk about what happens in Monster Inc. <laughs> okay. You pretty much nailed it, beat for beat. Um, you missed a couple key characters, but... Um, Mike and Sully are monsters living in Monstropolis. Monstropolis is powered by the screams of children. And so the monsters have to go into the human world and scare children and collect their screams to power the city. And they work for Monsters, Inc., which is like the power company. And, uh, there's also like, part of the lore is that Children are incredibly toxic and poisonous to monsters, um, so they, you can't let them touch you. And also, the children are getting harder to scream, so it's getting there's a scream shortage as time is going on, and so the company is getting more and more desperate, although this is kind of all background noise. And then Randall, not Randy... <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I tried. Randall is like 
in second place under Sully's like best scare ever status, basically. And he's mm-hmm. doing some nefarious things to keep up or um, it seems like to catch up, but uh, it turns out that he's like building this stream, the scream extractor contraption to kidnap children and uh, just pull the screams out of them and probably kill them in the process. Oh no, I'm thinking about Boo again. I'm starting to cry. Wait. Hold on. Okay, sorry. So Randall was building the scream extractor to kidnap children and extract their screams to get more power out of them. And it turns out that Waternoose was in on it and who is Waternoose? Waternoose is the, okay. Sorry, I got. He's a legendary hero a legendary and also hero. CEO of the company, and he taught. He taught Sully. Yeah, he's like a mentor to Sully. Um, he seems like a good guy for most of the movie, but it turns out that he was in on this child kidnapping plot, and also, Boo. And through through these through these mechanisms, Boo the little child comes into the monster world, and um, Mike and Sully become attached to her and are trying to get her back home safe so that she's not killed by the scream the scream extractor. Um, and then they defeat Randall and send him away in, into a vat of paint. <laughs> into the, into. Into Louisiana, yeah. presumably. Into some somewhere in the American South, likely, in someone's trailer, and they gets <laughs> destroyed because they think he's an alligator. Which yeah. it's what he deserves. It's a fitting end. And uh, Waternoose is arrested by the CDA, Child Detection Agency, because Roz was also an agent of the CDA. Because Roz could see the future. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so lost. The, that plot line kind of got lost on me, yeah. but everything else was... Is that it? I think that's, that's it. it. Yeah, that's that's all of it. Here's the thing. I've been emotionally invested in like shows and movies and stuff. I don't think a movie has gotten me like into a character relationship so quickly and so devastatingly in a very long time, in yeah. the span of an hour and a half. Yeah, so that's good. Monsters think good job with Sully and Boo and Mike and Sully and mm. yeah, they cut me to the core. So, one of my favorite lines from this movie—you, I'm sure you know it. Tell me. Always watching. No, no, no. No, not that which one? one? It's, uh, there's a lot of there was a lot of wood to go through. Oh no. <laughs> No, you can't. You can't. <laughs> I say I it all the time. The I know, and it just made sense right now. <laughs> and I'm starting to cry again. I realized on this watch, like, or I guess expanded the, like, the meaning of it. I don't know <laughs> oh. if this was part of the original, like, idea behind it. But so at the end of the movie, Boo's door gets shredded. <laughs> And um, they, because she can't be in Monstropolis, because she can't be in Monstropolis, and so they put her back safe. But oh, and also 
throughout the movie, they find out that laughs are, like, more powerful than screams. So, I have a statement about that later. So. Yeah. So after all of, all of the, everything gets shut down, they're able to, like, resume with laughs instead of screams and making children laugh instead of scream. Um, and everything's, like, better, which is good. But Silly saved the one piece of the, like, this little chunk of the door, of Boo's door, as a memento. And months go by, and Mike has recreated so the Boo's door. And he says this famous line, there was a lot of wood to go through. I'm sorry it took so long. There was a lot of wood to go through. And then the last piece has to be put in. And the last shot that you see in the movie is Sully's face as he sees Boo again months later. Um, you don't even get to see Boo again, which is so good. <laughs> and I hated it when I was a kid, but it's a good choice. Um, but on this watch, I, like, when... When they get banished, they go to the Himalayas, and mm-hmm. their friendship kind of gets torn apart, like, mm-hmm. big, big time, because uh, Sully says, we got to go save Boo, nothing else matters, and Mike says, wait a second, wait a second, we've been friends for years and years, like, I have a life, doesn't any of that matter? matter? Um, and Sully doesn't really have a satisfactory answer to that, and they part ways, and it's, it, it's resolved pretty quickly but like it was a big deal um it was a big deal for their friendship mm-hmm. to go through that and i i like the added symbolism of mike repairing the door as like mm-hmm. of him putting their friendship back together so i'm gonna stop talking uh now before i start crying um what are you yeah no it's fine <laughs> what's going on with you buddy oh you know emotions yeah um, um, Boo's adorable. Mm-hmm. I was worried I wasn't gonna like Boo, but, like, there was no way I wasn't gonna like Boo. Mm-hmm. Boo's adorable. And I like how you mention, now this might be reading too much into it, but I like how you mentioned the last shot is seeing Sully's face mm-hmm. from the perspective of Boo. Yeah. Which is super adorable and cute. It is hate you um okay 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 you know what i really like about i can't dwell on the the crying you know what i really like about this movie is one it's very funny Mm -hmm. two every single bit that's introduced in the beginning is brought back at full circle yes completely i I was every single thing this movie is so good at doing exposition they mm-hmm. they set everything up through natural conversations. Like, there are yep. a couple of things that are like, okay, you wouldn't be explaining to this to somebody who lives in your world. But, like, it's close enough that you get everything you need to know from the context of their very natural conversations. It's so good. Yeah. The bits with Celia, how how Mike is not paying attention to the relationship because he's dealing with other things, comes back when he just outright tells her the truth yeah and she sees boo and she's like okay fine i'm on your side now yeah um that was really good how it came back the there was another one i really liked about some of the side monsters that was happening repeatedly the george sanderson the 2319 thing 2319 yep came back very very nicely in the end with the with the sock 
Yeah. Where he's uh, like, you know what, this is, I've been through this enough, I and I know I'm not, either I'm gonna die from being touched by this thing, or <laughs> or it doesn't actually matter. I'm not mm-hmm. taking that risk. I, or I'm, 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 I'm sick of this. I'm sick mm-hmm. of being assaulted <laughs> by the cops. Right. right, and then Mike and Sully using that to, to throw this CDA on a wild goose chase. Yeah. Which was important to the plot, which was cool. Um... Yeah, it was just everything came back satisfactorily. Yeah. Um, and in ways I didn't expect. With the amount of side characters and side like side interactions we received, they because they're all centralized in the factory. Mm-hmm. Everything can can resolve itself there. Um, I really liked the door portal scene. And yeah, how going it was so fun. Everything. That was super fun and, like, a very imaginative way to explore different backgrounds that aren't the factory Yeah, in a chase scene. That was really fun. And, you know, most of it was just, like, still backgrounds, but still. Yeah. It was very engaging. Yeah. So, yeah. Uh, you you mentioned at one point in the movie, long before it was like clear that Water Noose was a bad guy, um, like you said, is this Mr. Potter's monster Shona? <laughs> Which yeah. it like absolutely is. It is, but Mr. Potter's monster Sona. He says things that can be taken two ways, which is really great. Mm-hmm. He says a lot, like this family, this company's been in my family for three generations. I would do anything to keep this this company afloat, but like also. Monstropolis relies on Monsters Inc. for energy. Like mm-hmm. they, it's it's really kind of a, a paradisic city. It's well, very okay. utopian and it's it's clean energy, uh, uh, based on, but it's it comes from screens. But like, yeah, I don't know. Well, okay. One, I really hope that I almost said Mister Potter, Water Noose wasn't a bad guy, but you know, whatever. I like how... He was a capitalist. He was a capitalist, yes. I didn't <laughs> want to say it. He was a capitalist. <laughs> uh. no, I really liked how screams sure are a great renewable resource, but mm. laughter was much better and more positive and actually renewable and yeah. happiness keeps going yeah. while fear can, dis- can dissipate over time. Yeah. Just like how Boo conquered her fears of Randall... To save Sully, which also was a very another very good point that came back, was that she was she was legitimately scared of Randall because they made the point to say that Randall is her monster, mm-hmm. and every time he's on screen and she sees him, she cowers in fear. And then at the end, when Sully is about to get destroyed, Lion King style, um, she fights back and beats him up with a bat, <laughs> which yeah. was so satisfying to watch. It was, yeah. Yeah, that has, that that visceral feeling of seeing Boo beat the snot out of Randall, um, that carries over. That's the same feeling I had the first time I watched this movie, like oh. over fifteen years ago. <laughs> it's huh. the same exact emotion. <laughs> it. I was so proud of her, mm-hmm. and it was so good. It was so good. But also that underlying message of, you know. Laughter and happiness being better and lasting longer mm-hmm. than fear. You know, it's 
a good lesson for anyone to yeah. remember. It, it all one of the wildest things to me about this movie is how much everything makes sense. Like mm-hmm. if you if you accept like two hard to believe premises that monsters exist in some in some monster city and mm-hmm. that screams or or laughter or you know emotion uh, out, outbursts of emotion can be transferred into renewable energy. Like if you can accept both of those mm-hmm. things, and accepting one makes the other a lot easier to to accept. Like everything else about the movie makes a lot of sense. I'm curious about the CDA because, and I always have mm-hmm. been because it's it's pretty clear that they know that children aren't as toxic as everyone seems to think. It seems like a big conspiracy theory to like to make the, all the monsters like not interact with children, but they're not actually mm-hmm. toxic at all. Well, I don't know. Well, maybe some of the higher-ups know. Because Roz was fine with it, but, like, the other people yeah, were like, they, were, oh, they were just following orders, but Roz clearly knew. But regardless, knew. why is the CDA keeping this, like, why are they keeping people... Why, yeah, why monster- can't they be together? Yeah, why are they keeping monsters afraid of humans? Um, and, like... Well, is it like the simple answer is if if humans aren't toxic, then the CDA is out of a job. But you know, but it might be something deeper than well, that. Well, it could be. It could be. Oh man, I'm thinking of like Amnesty, like Adventure Zone stuff. Like if if monsters start going over and humans are afraid, like children are one thing, but you start sending monsters over into the real world, and there are people with shovels in and a trailer or well, okay, worse. so there's. So here's another point that re- returns to us from a throwaway line about how Bigfoot, Loch Ness, and the Abominable Snowman got banished. Um, banished. Mm-hmm. And we get that with the Abominable Snowman. I didn't expect to actually see any of them. Yeah. I thought it was just like a cool little mention of how monsters arrive in the human world. Yeah. And we get the bo- Abominable Snowman who's living in isolation. Ice-olation? What? Huh. Just like Frozen. Just like the song from Frozen. Yeah. Abominable Snowman Elsa confirmed. Uh-huh. Uh, so, <laughs> he's living in isolation, and, you know, he's not interacting with humans, because what would that cause? We don't get an answer. I mean, part of it is that humans will get scared and kill him. Yeah. Most likely. Like they did with Randall. So, that... That might be part of the answer is still just regular fear yeah. of humans. Yeah. And vice versa. Well, that went in a direction. Um <laughs> It's it the thing about it is that the 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 Do these fabric... questions get answered in the sequel? In Monsters University? No. Yeah. As far oh. as I remember, Monsters University was just kind of a silly spin off, like it's it was fine, but it wasn't like it. It didn't have the heartfelt. It didn't extend moments. the universe or anything like that. Ah, um, beans. But the fiction of the universe like holds up so much that it makes me want to ask these questions. Like, like figure out because it feels like a lot of it was really well thought out and mm-hmm. really like it, it holds up to a, a surprisingly high degree of scrutiny for a cartoon movie about monsters. Right. There's an answer, and it's a really dark answer, and that's why Disney hasn't said anything. Right, right. 
That's what it is. Yeah. It's there like there is a legitimate in lore answer on why, but they can't tell us okay. because it's too dark. I mean, I think that I think that we what we've come up with makes a lot of sense. It's like, pretty close. Ch- yeah. Children nece- aren't necessarily toxic, but we need to have monsters be afraid of interacting with humans at all because because adults could be lethal. Mm. That's that's a scary thought. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's true. And I'm much more comfortable thinking about these dark truths and how emotional and sad and joyous this movie made me. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> no. Are you going to start a... Uh, this is a side thought. Are you going to start a Monster of the Week campaign featuring the Monstropolis? <laughs> no. No, uh, I'm yeah. not. You should. You should do a one-shot. This, this rogues gallery. Mm-hmm. Um... I mean, but it does bring up those questions of why people and monsters are being separated, which mm-hmm. you could look into that as a deeper thing of... I had this thought during the movie, and I wasn't going to talk about it, but how um, the monsters can be perceived as the others and minority, yeah. and how people are scared of them. Well, I, I saw it the opposite way. Well, the hum- Well, yeah, it's turned on its head. Yeah. Yeah. And humans are the other. Humans are the case. others, and it's it's... It's a huge culture of fear. Um, mm-hmm. Like everyone's just living their happy little lives, and then there's a child in this fancy sushi restaurant, and everyone absolutely everyone loses, loses it. it. Yeah, it feels like there a nuclear bomb went off. With even with how the CDA are dressed, yeah. it it yeah. evokes that that feeling absolutely. And then there's the big explosion when they clean the area yeah. in the sushi area. That was that was a little dark. Yeah. So. You know, just just things to chew on. Mm-hmm. And again, like that's not what the movie is about. <laughs> no, <laughs> this movie's about learning to to love a little child and learning about kindness and friendship and laughter and forming bonds with each other. Found and, family, fatherhood. And like found, Sully's like a, a pretty good much dad. bachelor for life, right? Like he seems pretty content and and mm-hmm. living. Like, he's rooming with Mike. Mm-hmm. Who has a potential future with Celia. Yeah. Which I loved them. Yeah. They, they, yeah. They were they were a good couple. Like, a little yucky, but like... A little yucky, but... Like, I mean, to what, each their what own. What couple isn't you know? yucky? Yeah. <laughs> what couple isn't yucky? I'm just saying. So, go ahead. Sully... He's living this bachelor. Yeah, and then life. and then Boo just comes in and like he's happy. He's a happy person. Monster. Yeah, he's fine. Um, but then Boo comes in and completely shakes everything up, and like his priorities completely shift over the course of not even a day um, mm-hmm. as he falls in love with this little girl. Um, and his friendship with Mike is tested yeah. because he's not paying attention or listening to Mike, which is valid on Mike's end. Yeah, yeah, Mike... Mike I wasn't upset at either of them Mike brings up really very, very valid concerns, and, like, yeah, I I wasn't... Yeah, exactly. I wasn't on either of their side or anything like that. It was just, like, this is hard to watch. It was messy. It was messy and complicated, just like a real relationship would be. (laughs) Yeah. Weird. Yeah. And then Randall, too. Like, Randall makes sense as a person. Like, he's not... Mm -hmm. He's slimy and nasty and creepy, but, like, you also get... He's working... Go ahead. You get a huge inferiority complex from him. Like, Mm -hmm. he's been living in in Sully's shadow, and Sully's kind of too oblivious to even notice it. 
and that just makes Randall all the like more bitter and that pushed him to do some dark things mm-hmm. and water news too like water news is not a good person but he was desperate to keep the company afloat not only to keep it afloat because it was his company but also to keep monstropolis like running right and like that's that is a complicated issue and they didn't have another alternative they didn't have they didn't they, know about laughter right they were all working under their world view and assumptions yeah. that were working mm-hmm. and part of it is that they were too scared and didn't know that there were other options yeah hey real world pay attention hey hey real world sorry i'm getting upset again hey let's talk about i don't know doors Doors? Did you think the door door tech was cool? The door tech was was interesting. It was pretty cool. I was just trying to think of something else to talk about. Um, Doors are a gateway to other people's worlds, literally. What character relationship in this movie, what duo, like, struck you the most? Like, like hit you in your heart the most? (laughs) I mean... Sully and Boo. Yeah. Uh, there's no... I mean, there are other answers, but that's my right answer. Yeah. That's the one true to my convictions. Yeah. What about you, Joe? If you give me something else, I'm gonna throw a water bottle at you. Yeah, Sully and Boo. <laughs> Definitely. Like, the second Boo came on the screen, and, like, I was, I was gone. I was... I was taken by her 100%. completely. She's so funny. Her little She's song in the toilet. Yeah. I, I, I don't remember if there were actual words. No. It sounded she like there were like partial speak. words. The only thing that she says like that is, is Kitty. Distinguishable is Kitty and Mike Wazowski. Mike Wazowski. Yeah. And I thought, she, I thought she was saying like half words, and she could have been, but it was very cute. Oh, I could go on and on about how cute Boo was. Yeah. Well, Ray, I don't think we need to linger here anymore. I think I think the folks get it. What would you recommend watching this movie to somebody who has never seen it before? Like yes, you? <laughs> me. Ray, go watch this movie. It's very good. I'm so glad you finally watched. It'll this movie. get you in the heartstrings. I'm so glad I watched it again. And for the record, we did also watch the um, the gag reel that comes after the movie, which I think is an important antidote. Let's talk about the gag reel. <laughs> Let's like, talk about... Okay, go well, ahead. Well, the gag reel is like, like one of the special features, I think, on the DVD or something. And like a lot of it is like just um, produced. Like, like it's animated like with Sully falling off the chair or something like... Um, Here's the thing about the gag reel is that the the animation team and the voice team did extra work yeah. to give us a gag reel yeah. because this is an animated film. Yeah. And they and, they shoot it as though the monsters were real people that like messed up when they were filming. Yeah. Um, it was very good. And then they also <laughs> did an expanded version of the musical that is like a throwaway excuse line that Mike spits out at one time. We're working on a musical. It's called Put That Thing Back Where It Came From or So Help Me. So Help Me. And then they expand that whole thing out into a, like a small like three-minute three, three minute musical 
scene <laughs> with different Featuring songs. Featuring most of the main cast, which yeah. is very adorable. It was so good. <sighs> the finale was really good. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The finale was actually a very good song. <sighs> what was your favorite bit from the gag reel? Oh, it's the one... It's the one where they're throwing cereal at Boo, and she, like, misses them over and over again. That was really cute. I like how, I like how they treated the gag reel like they were all actors, and Boo was also in on it, because she would react to all the silly things that were happening. Yeah, same thing, there was one with Randall in it, where he, like, was, like, they they put up a fake painting for him to blend into, and it he was like, what's funny? What's going on? Oh, okay, alright, guys. <laughs> like, in the gag reel, you see them all as just, like, at, yeah, as actors, as people, and not, like, the villains and the roles that they were playing. Mm-hmm. Which is good. My And that means that Boo and Sully hang out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on the reg, in my heart. Um, my favorite scene was when Sully was showing Boo that there was nothing in the room, in her closet, mm-hmm. and Roz comes out <laughs> which is happens multiple times unexpected Roz. Yeah. But Sully walks away and has the most hearty laugh yeah. and that got to me yeah. really good. Yeah. yeah. Like it was so genuine. Yeah. Like what did they do to make him laugh like that? So you're you're glad I made you watch this movie? You didn't make me. I agreed to it. You're glad you I didn't sit me down and strap me to a chair and keep my eyes open. Just about though. Yeah, podcast means I'm forced to do things. Thank you all so much for listening to Mock Footage. If you want us to do a specific movie, you can send us an email at mockfootage. Nope. You can send an email to mockfootage at gmail.com, or you can tweet at us at, at mockfootage. You can reach out to us either place. We'll tweet when new episodes come out, of course, and keep you in the loop. Um, thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio. Um, We haven't said this all the time, but thank you so much to Lunar Light Studio for being our podcast family, our our found family. Um, Our boo. Our our boo. (laughs) And uh, thank you so much to Chongo for the music at the end of the episodes. Thank you to Ross for helping us with the art. Like, really, just thank you to to everyone. I'm just feeling emotional and and I want to outpour some of these good vibes. (laughs) <laughs> I do have a a request. Okay. For people. Yeah. I want you to give us your door sonas. What does your Monster Inc. door look like? Oh, okay. Not a monster sona, but a, no. a door. I like that a lot. I wanna know what's on your door. What's on your Is door? Is it just a plain door? Is it like Boo's door? What's what's going on what's with going it? What's going on with your door? W- welcome to decorate the door. Decorate the door. Please send Welcome. me, please send me an image of your door. Not like, don't take a picture of your closet. No, door. like draw your door. Yeah. I want a drawing of your door. Yeah. Your the door in your heart. The door in your the heart. The one that speaks to people. The one that Sora opens with the keyblade. The one that Sora opens with the keyblade. <laughs> Thank you. Ray, what was your favorite line from this movie? What was the oh, one that geez. stuck out to you the most? I don't know. I mean, was it Ukley in the Ag Bay? No, there was a lot of wood to go through really got me, but also, I don't know, there, the thing is, there are a lot of, like, sentences 
that Mike says, and then they just keep going for half a second, mm-hmm. and it just adds an extra bit of humor to it. I really like those, and I can't name one off the top of my head. Maybe it was Always Watching. Always Watching, Wazowski. Always Watching. Always. You're green with it. <laughs> You're green with it. I think this is the. We're not gonna include that, but this. You're is green the with it. <laughs> One more time. Lunar Light Studio. Pretty, witty, and gay. <laughs> <laughs>